Well, as you know from your email, the rules have changed again due to the Omicron variant. So we got to wear masks all the time. We have to have social distancing. We have to receive communion only in one kind. That is only the bread. I will consecrate a little bit of wine just for the symbol of it. At eight o'clock, I did not do that, and it just didn't feel right. So we will have some uh, consecrated at eight o'clock, but we won't use it. It is indeed a pleasure for me to be with you again. I should say Jane and I. And I already know that I'll be back again one Sunday in February, I'm not sure when that is. So I hope uh, uh, that that will be a wonderful occasion as well. And Eden, boy, you are so great. <laughs> and this man is married to you, I understand, huh? Outstanding. Well, you, are, are you going to sing at Christmas? Oh, no, okay. Well, I don't, uh, you know, I'm sure the church would be you know, glad to have you come and sing. But man, what a voice. We really appreciate it a lot. I appreciate it. I'm sure you guys do too. In case you don't remember me, I guess I was here last in, I don't know, October or November for a Sunday. I'm Father Rich Schweinsberg, and I'm a sort of semi-retired. And I put it that way because I'm just about supplying every Sunday of the year. And that's, you know, I don't know if that's because I'm so great or what. But, but anyway, uh, it's always a pleasure to come back and be with you guys. And how beautiful it is. How beautiful the church looks. And it's not even Christmas. The poinsettias aren't even here yet. That's, it's just so nice to do that. 
And Jane and I so appreciate the opportunity to be with you. So, if you have any concerns or issues uh, regarding communion and coronavirus, Omicron variant, please speak to Craig. He should be back, uh, maybe even tomorrow, uh, but uh, for sure during the week. So give him a call or come in and see him, but we have to just be very careful with this new variant. And that's why the doors are open, you know, it's, the air is circulating as best it can. So, let's stand now and worship the Lord. Blessed are you, holy and living one. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. prophet Micah. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall live secure for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Paul's letter to the Hebrews. When Christ came into the world, he said, sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings, you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, see God, I have come to do your will, O God. In the scroll of the book, it is written of me. When he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings, in burnt offerings and sin offerings, these are offered according to the law. Then he added, see, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Folks, we're going to do two verses before the gospel and two verses after the gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. In those days, Mary set out and went in with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted her cousin Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child John leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the loneliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise 
In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Several mothers-to-be were all in the waiting room of their obstetrician. And they were sharing their hopes and their dreams for their soon-to-be baby. One woman said, did any of you ever wonder what your baby would be like? Not just if your baby were a boy or a girl, but whether your child would be healthy, but what it would grow up to be. That is what I really think about. What will my child grow up to be? One woman answered, well, really, there is no way of knowing exactly what your child will be. All we can do is pray. All we can do is support that child and help her or him to grow into the full stature of Christ. All women agreed that they wanted their child to be happy and healthy and that they wanted to love and support their child in whatever life brought them. True, no mother knows for sure what her child will be. That is, except the Virgin Mary. She did know. This Sunday, just a few days before her child was to be born, we traveled with Mary to visit her cousin Elizabeth who greets her with these words, Why is this granted me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Even John the Baptist, who was still in his mother's womb, knew this, for he leaped for joy. Remember the story of the Annunciation when the angel Gabriel from heaven came to Mary and told her that she was to be the mother of God's Son, that he would be great, for he is the Lord, the Son of God. He would be king, and his kingdom would have no end. Yes, Mary knew what her child was to be. When I was a youngster, I guess not too young because uh, I just had my 70th birthday uh, on Wednesday. I thought of why was it that the church would assign this gospel for this Sunday right before Christmas? Well, I then came to know that it's the most natural thing in the world to do. Mary is coming close to her time. And you and I, as God's children, share in her anxiety as well as in her expectant joy. Just as Mary knew who and what her child would be, so you and I, thanks to our faith, know who this child will be when he comes to us at Christmas as a babe in the manger. We know that he is our Lord, even though he is now just tiny and helpless. We know that he is the Son of God, even though he will be like us in every way, except in sin, for he never was a sinner. He was real God, and he was real man. With Mary, we know that he will be great in every best sense. Great in his love, great in his deeds, great in his words. Indeed, the greatest in the story of life for all humanity and all creation. We know his name is Jesus, the Savior, your Savior and my Savior the Savior, the Christos 
of all. And as we just read from the prophet Micah, Micah says, And they shall live secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. Indeed, Mary knew what this child she would bring into the world would be. She knew that he would be the Lord and master of all. And as Mary talked to God in prayer, both during her pregnancy and after her pregnancy, so we pray to welcome God's Son into our hearts, into our lives. You know, the first thing that we could do when we wake up in the morning is remind ourselves that we are God's children that God loves us, that God cares for us and wants us to be like him. Not only at Christmas, but every day of our lives. So maybe in these last few days of Christmas, excuse me, Advent, and then into Christmas, we can begin every morning when we wake up and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you that I am your child. Thank you that you have given me love and peace and grace. And thank you that you have empowered me to do the work you have given me to do. And today, as we receive communion, let's pray this ancient, simple prayer. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus, into our hearts and into the hearts of all people and all your creation. Bring love and peace to your world and give us the strength to know and to do your will. Yes, brothers and sisters, Mary knew what her son was going to be. And you and I, through faith, know as well. But what we do with that knowledge is really the important thing. We can't just say, I am saved. We have to go out into the world and bring God's healing message of peace and grace and love to all people we meet and to be an example of how being a child of God can make a difference to everyone we meet, everyone we meet. So let this then make us happier. Let it make us willing to share her joy with others. Make us merry even before we, miss, we wish each other Merry Christmas on December 21st. Let us do it every day of our lives. Let's think about who is coming on Christmas and let that empower us to change ourselves and the whole world. And then his birthday will be much merrier for all of us. Amen. Let's stand together now and affirm our faith as we join together in the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, True God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. 
On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The Prayers of the People The Mighty One has done great things for us. And so we appeal to God once again, praying, Stir up your strength, O Lord, and come to help us. Prepare in us a mansion for yourself, O Christ. Stir up your strength, O Lord, and come to help us. Restore us, O God of hosts. May we know security. May we know peace. May we know the benefits of the reign of your Christ. Stir up your strength, O Lord, and come, and come to help us. Show the strength of your arm, O God. Lift up the lowly, fill the hungry with good things. Look on your children with favor. Stir up your strength, O Lord, and come to help us. Have mercy on all captives and prisoners, O God. Remember them and come to their aid. Fill our hearts with mercy. May we learn to forgive, even as you forgive us. Stir up your strength, O Lord, and come to, to help us. us. Hear the prayers of your people, O God of hosts. May those who have fed on the bread of tears feed instead on your strength, O Lord. Show them the light of your countenance and be their salvation. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pray especially for Wendy, Christy, Catherine, and Will Riordan, Bob, Patty, Gabrielle, and Juliana Risha, and Matt Roach and Allison Croak. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for St. Thomas Alton and St. Thomas Greenville. Stir up your strength, O Lord, and come to help us. Great Shepherd, gather your flock into your eternal kingdom. Bless the dying, embrace the dead, and comfort those who mourn. Stir up your strength, O Lord, and come to help us. Hasten, O Father, the coming of your kingdom, and grant that we, your servants, who now live by faith, may with joy behold your Son at his coming in glorious majesty, even Jesus Christ, our only mediator and advocate. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
keep you in eternal life. And now as brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, who await with expectant hope the coming of our Lord Jesus, not only at his birth next week, but at that last great day when he shall come in glory to judge both the quick and the dead. As brothers and sisters, let us greet one another in his name. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. Peace. Peace, choir. Peace, brother. <laughs> For the uh, anthem, I was going to go down to the yeah, choir. Yeah, please, that's great. And then I'll come up. Wonderful. And then, uh, do, are you going to serve wine? We don't do serve you? wine anymore, he says. Craig okay. says. But I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you one of the some of the bread to give. So okay. you know the regular way. I'll be here. You'll be there. Okay. okay. Thanks, right. man.
the Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and a joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth because you sent your beloved Son to redeem us from sin and death and to make us heirs in him of everlasting life, that when he shall come again in power and great triumph to judge the world, we may without shame or fear Rejoice to behold his appearing. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you have made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your word spoken through the prophets, and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil, and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country where, with St. Peter, our patron, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, 
and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us your peace. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ keep me in everlasting life. Amen. The body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life. Aubrey, the body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life. Even though we're not receiving in two kinds, our Lamb will communicate on this side and I will communicate on this side. Tony, the body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life. And the body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in everlasting life. Blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven.
Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with the spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. And now may Almighty God, by whose providence our Savior Christ came among us in great humility, sanctify you with the light of his blessing and set you free from all sin. May he whose second coming in power and great glory we await make you steadfast in faith, joyful in hope, and constant in love. Amen. May you who rejoice in the first advent of our Redeemer at his second advent be rewarded with unending life. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you forever. Amen. go forth in the name of Christ. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Good job.